Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I want to, there's a couple of things I want to do. I want to repeat something that I want to clarify something that we started learning on Shabbos Yisrael or that I want to like hope to say it a little better than we studied it on Shabbos Kodesh. There's a Gemara at the end of Saita. The Gemara at the end of Saita says, Ikvisa Whenever it says it means the footsteps of Mashiach. It means right before Mashiach, Ekev is the heel. So the footsteps of Mashiach. Right before Mashiach comes, Chutzpah Yaskei. Chutzpah will proliferate. There'll be Yisrael a proliferation of Chutzpah. Chutzpah Yaskei. People love this Gemara. It's Gemara at the end of Saita. Every word of Chazal is true. So Yisrael, people love this Gemara when, they, when a kid is chutzpadek. I don't know if any of you heard this Gemara. So it's, oh, you're bringing Mashiach. Chutzpah, Yaski, you see tremendous chutzpah is proliferating. People are being chutzpadek. They're acting with chutzpah. And it's, it's a key of Mashiach Tzayin, chutzpah, Yaski. Do you see there's chutzpah, there's a proliferation of chutzpah. To any, to any thinking person... Yechiel, to any thinking person, the Gemara says that there's going to be chutzpah. That doesn't sound like footsteps of Mashiach. That sounds like the opposite of Mashiach. There's big shilas in, in the world of Machshava how Mashiach works. Does the world move further away and Mashiach's going to turn things around? Rev Hirsch who I love his writings, understands that the world is moving a process towards Mashiach. We even, in Davening, we say, we ask for the tzmicha. We call Mashiach, and, and we call it a tzmicha. A tzmicha is that which slowly grows and, and, and takes root and grows out. And we call Mashiach a semach David Abcha, a tzmicha, that which grows. And Pashtus of how Mashiach Rev Hirsch definitely assumes this way that the world moves in a direction towards Mashiach. Things move that way, what? As a mushal, as a mushal, Rev Hirsch's mushal, is that one wayward Jew. One wayward Yid went to the Goyim and taught them. He says Christianity was a spark of the Messiah. Rev. Hirsch writes, a shtickle, a spark of Mashiach. One wayward Jew went to the Goyim and billions of Goyim believe in Hashem. And taught a lot of truth. They mixed in Shetov and other nonsense. But one wayward Jew, and he called it a spark of Mashiach, a little bit of truth spilled out into the world. Many examples, Viggy, of the world moving closer to a world of Das, to a world of Das Hashem. And a process moving closer. 
So Tzviki, what is this tremendous chutzpah? And then Mashiach's going to come. Why is chutzpah towards Mashiach? And it calls it ikvisa de Mashiach. It's the footsteps of Mashiach is chutzpah. What is the footsteps of Mashiach? Now, I'm going to say over a pshat that it's not Reb Tzadok and a good pshat in what it means chutzpah. And I see Yechiel a lot of that today. There was an age when kids did because I said so. And that was like a certain energy. That was a certain energy. You show up because you do. I see very, very good kids, Miss Shabbos Day Shachos. I am not promoting. Parents, people my age, like, you just don't miss that. And a kid today, he missed that. A very good kid, sincere. And parents, I don't get this, my kid falling apart. The kid of today, and this is a chutzpah, and I want to explain it's the footsteps of Mashiach. It's a footsteps. Rev Cook says this pshat I'm about to say. The pshat I'm saying right now comes, has its roots from Rev Cook. And Rev Cook said that what, the, what's the chutzpah of the time of Mashiach? Is people challenging and saying, no, I need to connect to it. I need to understand it. It needs to matter by me. Now, I admit that we have to do things that we don't feel. But there's going to be a generation where people are going to sense we can actually touch truth, feel truth, and experience truth. So there's going to be a chutzpah, Yisrael, of people challenging. We don't do that. Because like, what, 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 why? It's a footsteps of Mashiach because a person says, I want to feel the truth, I want to know the truth, I want to see it. I'm not willing to just be robotic. I actually, we're getting closer to truth. People are going to know and feel and experience and want that badly. So that a certain chutzpah that comes, I'm not. What, what do you Everybody does. And people challenging those things is the chutzpah yaski of Mashiach. The, the reason it's the footsteps of Mashiach is people sensing that we could be closer to Emes and feel Emes and experience it and not be willing to just be distant. And So that's, that's, that, that's a pshab. That's not what I want to share with the Hevra today. I want to share with Tzadok HaKoyim Lublin's pshat in Chutzpah Yaski, what it means that the footsteps of Mashiach, there's going to be tremendous Chutzpah. And I want to talk about a Chutzpah. I felt like Shabbos, I spoke about it. I didn't like how it came out, but I don't want the wrong thing to come out. I told the guy Shabbos a true story, and I want to bring something out. I had a guy in my dorm who would dive in Shachris like lunchtime and he would dance when he died she would like jump around with his twillin and it got everybody angry what we claimed it got me angry what I claim the anger is and it could be there was a degree of this that he was pretending to be happy really was sad so I didn't like the fake and there was could be an element of that he's dancing around and he really just feels so badly woke up late but Yisrael what really bothered me now that I if I want to be more honest, I want to be honest. And what really bothered me is he's such a mechotzer. He has no right to be happy. I woke up early for Shacharis. I put in a first seder. He has the chutzpah like Davin Gishmak. There's an element of chutzpah. I was a 
The main thing I'm working on this El personally is I'm trying to work on my chutzpah. I want to explain it. And the chutzpah has nothing to do with the guy thinks he's being a mechutzpah. The external chutzpah I'm going to say, but I don't mean this, is to walk into a shul by mencha and put on your tefillin. Now you could, don't settle, that's not the chutzpah I want. Now there's an element of chutzpah, and you, you're like, you're smiling and putting on simcha shal for your tefillin. People are looking. <laughs> what right does he have to be happy? I was surrounded by a yeshiva, a Rosh Hashiva and his Talmudim, and they were upset at me. What right does a Waterbury guy, like clearly somebody left their yeshiva, and he's happy today. That's a chutzpah. I kill myself and I miss one night, Seder, and I feel depressed. He's happy, like learned five minutes. That's a chutzpah. There's a chutzpah, Yisrael. As if you have a right to be happy, you have a right to learn, you have a right. Who are you fooling? Is that chutzpah? There's an element of chutzpah. Don't you know how far you are? There's a chutzpah to it, Sviki. When you see, if a guy walks in by the yard, picture the scene. You're davening a whole davening. You're trying your heart out, Gersh. And a guy walks in by the yoyim and he says the yoyim like screaming and singing. It's Shabbos. You woke up for the you woke up for the eight thirty minion. You're there. It's eleven fifteen. You just grinded out a long davening. You're collapsing, and a guy comes by the yoyim eleven fifteen. He's he comes for the kiddush. He walks in. He's hayoyim Shabbos, and he's like happy. He's shuffling hard, and he's. I like crushed it. And he walked in by the yoyim and has the audacity. He's like freiluk, like he's close to Hashem or something. That's the chutzpah I'm working on this. I want to become that chutzpah. Now, please understand me. This is not doing it to the shul. If you do that type of chutzpah, and that's what I wanted to clarify today. Reb Tzadik says, Reb Tzadik says that's the chutzpah of Mashiach times. That's going to proliferate an excellent chutzpah. You know what the chutzpah that we, Hashem loves me. And he loves me, and I promise the chutzpah is not needed to come by the yom. The guy who's learning, I promise I needed that chutzpah. When I just go to Shemana Esrei, there's a chutzpah. I picture the guy who missed Meiriv, who missed Tvilabit Seber. I picture that, and it's not a chutzpah to others. I'm not telling what you do to others. I'm not talking about trying to make other people uncomfortable. i upset if a guy's not careful not to... I'm not trying to make any... I'm talking about the chutzpah alone in your room. I'm not working on the chutzpah making a shul uncomfortable. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about alone in my room. I want the chutzpah that when I dive in Meiriv and I miss Minyan, to my fault, and I missed, and I want to dive in Shemana Esther with sincerity... That God wants my Shemana say that type of chutzpah. There's a chutzpah. Really? You serious? Come on, you know how far you are? But there's a chutzpah. The reason it's the footsteps of the Mashiach, because it's true. Because God wants me. I'm his son. I'm his son. I don't, there's a chutzpah. I'm going to say it's interesting. We're watching by, by, by Shapiro speak, Shal Shodas. And his daughter carries on. And Rashpiro is sitting there trying to speak. And there's a certain element she's saying, I'm his daughter, I could do what I want. If she was another person, we'd carry her out. She's saying, I'm his daughter. 
I'm his daughter. What are you going to do about it? She's saying to the whole crowd, I happen to like that chutzpah. There's like an element to the chutzpah. You know, you're right, you are his daughter. Everybody's here. And, and, yeah, she is his daughter. She is his daughter and she knows it. She knows it and she's saying that I'm his daughter, I'll do whatever I please. There's an element of the chutzpah that's a beautiful chutzpah. It's the chutzpah of Ikvis of the Meshicha that I kedav in Shmanesri, I'm his son. And I'm close, and I and my Shmanesri counts too, by the way. I say, chutzpah. The guy comes by the yom. Are you, are you crazy? No. No, it's a chutzpah. That's the footsteps of Mashiach. It's only a chutzpah because of our ridiculous thoughts that we're far that we have no right to a distance. Now, if somebody lives this chutzpah, their way of like putting on tefillin, and a sh- and I'm not talking about making somebody uncomfortable, and that's a separate thing. I'm not, I don't want to put my, I want it, I love in the yeshiva, the chutzpah, only do it here, I'm not looking to get people, I love when a bacher walks in here, five and if the pe- visitors don't know what to do with this. The guy walks in the basement, she has the audacity, if they invade, he walks in, he goes right to his tefillin and he takes it smiling. He greets people. You're supposed to, he should be shamefaced, hiding somewhere like in the closet of the dorm. You're supposed to, like, under a table somewhere, you find the guy, like, sneaking. And in this nutty place called Durham, Connecticut, a guy in five, he, is, is that, we're, we're crazy. We're crazy. That guy, in the mid-afternoon, puts on tefillin, supposed to be hiding somewhere. Lest somebody catch him and it ruins his shidduchim. Lest some, but there's a, there's a chutzpah. Here, a guy walks in, as if he's a tzaddik. As if it's like valuable, he's putting on tefillin. In the middle of the basemetrish, the guy can come in the middle of Musa. We all can be sitting here. Somebody would walk in and smiling. He's at Musa. He's like putting on. While well, like saying Musa, the guy opens his arm. And he like put the new guys are looking like this is this place is nuts. That's the chutzpah I want to acquire. That's the chutzpah of the generation of Mashiach. It's a chutzpah of an awareness of truth that God wants my prayer, wants my tefillin, wants my shema, wants my shmaya esrei. Hashem wants me. That's the chutzpah of Mashiach of the generation of Mashiach. That a guy can come, however late you are, you walked in, you're wanted. I want to work on that chutzpah. That chutzpah extends to the guy who's on time. I'm not working on being late. I don't have to work very hard on that. I'm not working on being late so I can have the chutzpah. It's not what I'm talking about. When I'm on time, I promise you, I need the same chutzpah. It's a certain confidence that this Peshman Esrei counts. There's a chutzpah to it. There's an element. Out by the late guy. It's the scene brings out what's angering mm-hmm. people. Brings out the chutzpah. You know what I'm talking about, Sneaky? People watch such a scene. You know what I'm talking about? A guy comes in. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. who does he? <laughs> He's late, and the guy. I have a friend. I have a huh? Caroline. <laughs> I have a friend. I, there's a whole. There's a whole movement like I'm talking about. I have a friend who learned by an Adam Godel in Eretz Yisrael. He learned by a big person in Eretz Yisrael. And he taught them this chutzpah. That you count and you matter. And your actions. And Hashem wants you. He'll walk into shul. He's like dripping from going to the mikveh. He walks in like the island like finished. We're by the Kiddush. He walks in, he drips. And he proceeds to daven like the most beautiful Shemadesrei. 
It's such a gorgeous chutzpah. People are looking. It's 11.30. The guy, he just went, he's like dripping from the mikvah. Walks in, like so happy. The guy went to the mikvah at 11.15 after missing. There's a beauty to the chutzpah. And the chutzpah comes from a place of emes that Hashem wants me. It's chutzpah only kifiyar deyes rois. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's a perfectionism. It's misunderstanding. The chutzpah is a chutzpah. Chutzpah is subjective. It's a sense of a brazenness. Chutzpah is when you're brazen. Really? What gives you a right? The chutzpah is in here. The ch- I don't need somebody else for this chutzpah. My, I have all those. It brings it out. The visual brings out a scene that happens inside here. So my point is not to like get somebody uncomfortable. My point is, and I'm not donning what to do if others struggle. I'm not here. I'm asking. I'm asking us all to become chutzpah, the chutzpah of Mashiach. And the chutzpah is the awareness. It's called the steps of Mashiach Yisrael. Because my limerat Torah counts. If I come with five minutes left to say, to learn beautifully. Learn beautifully. Your five minutes. Learn beautifully. Learn as if like you're learning really matters. It's true. Have the chutzpah. Be a guy, last five minutes comes in, he's like firing spurs. But he's like looking at like does 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 he like does he have like look what look what a mess up he is. I don't the, care about everybody. What? That brings it out. The, the everybody brings it out. Everybody's that's like the, me. Like, that's the voices we all have. No, 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 I, want, I, want I want that clarity. I want that clarity. And come in and learn start those five minutes. That's the chutzpah. I don't, I don't even put it in everybody's faces. It's not the point this way or that way. I'm not coming to make trouble or not to make trouble. The goal is not to produce troublemakers. The goal is to produce people who know they count. A fire, an, an energy of that I count. And the goal is we put on tefillin sincerely. Hashem wants your tefillin. Make a bracha b'kavana. Hashem wants your bracha b'kavana. That's a chutz. It's it's an it's a chutzpah to this voice, these voices of distance, the voices that tell a person you're far, the voices that David Amelach says. David HaMelech says that the people said to David HaMelech, "Ain Yeshua Kim You have no hope. You're out." You have no hope. It's all those type of voices. And I, I, I think those voices, that, to answer that chutzpah, David HaMelech, LeDavid HaShem, and LeDavid HaShem, Iri, David HaMelech, Yes HaShem, Necheni Ba'erech Nishar. I'm going to tell you a new pshat. I don't say this is Pasha pshat, but it's, it's, it's true. David HaMelech, Davins HaShem, Hireni HaShem Darkecha, Show me your road, your path. Guide me on the straight path to stick it to those that stare at me. Stick it to those that stare at me. Now I ask you a question. Eli, why does David HaMelech, isn't that a weird motive to steig? I want everybody to hear this. Please, please focus in. David HaMelech says, Hashem, please guide me on the straight path, Leman Shairai, to stick it to those people that stare at me and say bad things about me. Shairai, sure, is to stare, is to look at. And Leman Shairai is to stick it. I, in, their, in your face, 
God let me succeed to stick it to those that knock me. That's David Amelech's motive to do well. He wants to stick it to the stairs, to the people that mock me, Yisrael. And David Amelech prayed to Hashem. Let me, that's David Amelech's motive. It seems like a funny motive. Guide me on the straight path. Let me be Matzliach. You know why? I want to stick it to those people that knock me. To those people that think I don't have hope. To those people that think I won't be successful. That's David Amelech's motive. And the answer to me is it's this voice of chutzpah he means. David HaMelech is fighting. It's not an external voice, the Shireh. The external visual of people who laugh lives much more internally. A lot of times the Rebbe we mock is another name for our own inner voice to ourselves. You know we get upset at somebody, that Rebbe who put me down. And what's our inner voice? When we oversleep, why do we say, Kalish, there you go again. <laughs> Look at you. That's that voice. And that voice is a voice of Yetzirah and a voice of distance. And David HaMelech says, Hashem, I want to be Matzliach. Hareini Hashem Darkecha. Unicheini Baruch Mishra. I want to go on a straight path of service to you. Even a human being who messes up sometimes, who loses focus, who forgets, and still, Leman Shayre, stick it to those voices. I want that chutzpah vikvus of the Meshecha. I want what wins out is that I'm close, is that I'm shaykh, that I belong. I love that guy who comes into shul, he came in late, he's dripping from, from going to the mikvah. I want to hug and kiss him. He's a voice of beauty. He's a voice of truth. He's the footsteps of Mashiach. He's, he's mamish the foot. You know what his voice is? His prayer matters. He davens beautiful. He proceeds to daven a beautiful prayer. It's a chutzpah to a voice of sheker. To avoid to the shayrei, to the stairs, who say, you know what you've done? You, you woke up so late. You, who are you fooling? And that voice is relevant to the guy who's at the Vasikinman, I assure you. When I would watch that roommate dance by davening, I struggled to dance by the early minion, by the way. I wasn't so early, but by a, a minion at a more regular time for the same. I didn't get up to the yeshiva's minion. I made it woke up today, but yesterday I missed, but a week ago. And the chutzpah of ikvus of the mesheicha is that my learning counts, my davening counts, with all my feebleness, my learning and my avoid counts. I want to say that one of the calls of, of the Shaifer, we during Elul had a blow of the Shaifer, and one of the calls of the Shaifer, it says, in one week from Shabbos, it's going to be Rosh Hashanah, we're not going to blow Shaifer the first day Rosh Hashanah, but we're going to, Zichrin, we're going to remember the Shaifer blow. And the second day Rosh Hashanah, we're going to blow the Shaifer. And the call of the Shaifer is it. Is, is, is we're being mamlech Hashem, we're carnating Hashem, but ain't melech b'layam. The call of the shayfer is we are called to be mamlech Hashem. We count and we matter. We count and we matter. That is the call of the shayfer. I wanna, I wanna pause for a minute. I do wanna pause. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mashiach comes from David, so it makes a lot of sense. I want to tie in that's Pshat Laman Shirei. That David Amelech wants to stick it to the stairs. He means voices that doubt. A human beings desired by Hashem, wanted by Hashem. His avoid accounts. He says, let me succeed. I want to dispel those voices. Those stairs, those that say it's over, those that say, you know what you've done, that's, that's a voice. And that's the chutzpah of the ikvus of the Meshicha. That's the chutzpah I want you and I to work on this Elul, that my avayda, my avayda counts and matters. That's, that's the chutzpah I want the chevra to know about. I want to mention, I want to mention to the Hever here, there was somebody who learned in yeshiva years ago, Nachum Einwern. Wonderful, wonderful person who learned in yeshiva. And he was critically sick. He was in the hospital a week ago. And B'siyata Deshmaya, he's home and he's resting and better. And the friendship, I saw loyal friends, loyal friends run to his bedside, loyal friends davening like crazy, and rallying around their friend in beautiful, beautiful ways. I saw Kiddush Shemayim, a friendship. It took Nachum, who's a beautiful person, this Nachum Einhorn, and the friendships, the loyalty of friends, old friends called me up to Davin. We Davin together. We tried it together, rally, and guys stood by his bedside. Loyal friendship is awesome. One of the things, we're coming up to Aseris Yimei to Rosh Hashanah, and the second thing we're going to commit to is to be more loyal. There's something called Bagadnu. Bagadnu is disloyalty. And there's such a beauty to loyal, to be a loyal friend. We spoke yesterday about being a loyal brother. And I said one of the scenes of Elul is a brother being loyal to his sister, being loyal to his brother. One of the first things we're going to bang is Bagadnu, disloyalty. So I want to I wanna speak out. I want to thank Shabbat Vaidah to Hashem that, he had, that he's having a refuah, he's healing. And I want to speak out specifically loyalty, that it brought out the Kiddush Shemayim of loyalty, the power of friends, the power of friendship and friends. Connect to your friends, be a loyal friend, be there for your friends. Friendship is, is so powerful and so important. To me, it's like Pashat, that the friends were part of the Refuah. Friends being there and friends encouraging and friends giving love. He wasn't conscious and his friends were sitting there holding his hands. There's a tremendous, tremendous power of friendship. It's a power that heals. It's a power that uplifts. It's a power that builds. The power of friendship. I wanted to speak that out. I wanted to speak that out. Um, when is the Levaya? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. We'll wait, we'll wait for that. I said yesterday on this, on, this, on this topic of this chutzpah, of how close we really are, how close we really are, 
I said a mushal from Reb Nachman that I want to share with the guys briefly. I don't want to be myrich. I'm not going to go the whole mushal. I said a mushal yesterday with some of the chevra. We learned the mushal from Reb Nachman. Shmuel, we had that mushal. I want to say it briefly just to describe how close we really are. Reb Nachman has a mushal that this melech has a son. A melech has a, has a child who's a prince. And the prince snaps. He loses his mind. And the prince thinks he's a duck. And he's quacking around the melech's house. The sugar. Quacking all around Avi. Can you imagine this poor king? His son thinks he's a duck. Quack, 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 quack. He's going around now, he's quacking, Yelly. The melech's beside himself. His precious, cool son. He's the talk of the town. He's the prince. Good at everything, dashing, good looking, great hat. He's the melech, but he has it all. And the guy decides he's a duck. The melech's beside himself, Maishal. Can you imagine this poor king? The, 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 he's like the treasure of the kings. Everybody knows the king's son. He's the coolest, best looking, he's the best at everything, most brilliant. He's, the, he's like the hope of the kingdom. And the guy decides he's a duck. And he's going around the king's palace, quack, quack, quack. The king loses his mind. And it goes on a day, a week, a month, and then it's months already. And the kid just, he's, he's not changing. So the melech starts looking to pay. He hires psychologists. He hires people after people who promise they have a way to heal the king's son and nothing works, he's wrong. He's quacking. Finally, one chacham says, I got it. A chacham shows up, an intelligent guy. He says, I'll heal your son. He says, I'll pay you all the money in the world. And the guy comes to heal his son. A day in, that guy starts quacking also. Now the king's house is chaos. Not only did his son lose snap, he caused this chacham to snap also. They're both quacking. They're going around the house. It's a week already. And the melech now doubled his problem, Menachem. He used to have just a son who was quacked, and now he has a son, and this chacham he hired to heal his son, the disease spread. Because now the son and this chacham are both going around the house, quack, quack, under his dining room table, quack, quack. Shug, it's chaos. And then about a week or a month after the chacham loses his mind with the son, the chacham quacks to his son, to the fellow that two ducks and he says, fellow duck, he says, quack, quack. And he quacks them, let's both pretend we're human. And together they both pretend to be human. That's Rabbi Nachman's story. It's a beautiful story. And the Chacham who heals the son, first of all, you have to feel the son. To, to connect to anybody. You know, you know what a Rebbe says to Baruch, I can't fathom that you would do that. If you can't fathom it, you have nothing to teach the person. I could fathom, I just did it. <laughs> so the first thing is that to heal the quacker, you have to quack also. You have to like get the person, you have to be there. To heal somebody, you got to be there. That's, that's step one. But step two, and what's, what's really, I want to menachem, what I want to bring out from this incredible Reb Nachman story, is the Ben Melech, all of us, it's, it's my story. This is not some crazy story, it's my story. And it's probably your story. We're all the Ben Melech who feels very much like a duck. And a guy could be learning Yom Avalayla. I remember in Mesefta finishing Mesefta's over and over, but feeling very empty. 
inside feeling very distant. Externally I'm doing, but inside feeling distant. And we feel like a duck. And we're a Ben Melech. We might not be in touch with that. We might struggle to like experience that we're a Ben Melech. But it's our story of feeling like a duck. And we just, it's, the, it's much more real. I'm telling you I'm a duck. And somebody else who relates, he also feels like a duck, and he quacks with you, could say, let's pretend to be a Ben Melech. Now, when he says, let's pretend, you're right, in our learning, we'll always feel an element that, that, that there's a degree, it's past me, it's beyond. We'll feel like we're pretending we're a Ben Melech, except one irony, it's the most true thing in the world. When we call a guy a faker, he's the most true thing in the world, it's just hard to feel that, like a Ben Melech, that's fine. So he's trying, Chitzonius Mereris Apnemius, the externals arousing the internal, by, 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 by acting like the Ben Melech, he's trying to like tap into the deepest truth that he's a Ben Melech. So that's the chutzpah that I want to work on in El, the chutzpah yaski, the chutzpah that you think you're a Ben Melech, you duck, you think you're a Ben Melech, but the... the, the the, the fact that it's true, the fact that the Melech wants us, is interested in our Avaida, we're Shaykh to powerful Avaida, that's the chutzpah of Mashiach, of the Ikvas of the Mashiach. It's the chutzpah that I want to tap into for you and I, El. Our Avaida matters. We, some, we, we feel like a duck, that's, that's true. We feel distant from that, it's true. It's hard for us to get in touch with it, but it doesn't make it not a reality that we're a Ben Melech. The reality still is this kid's a Ben Melech. In its full glory, he, he struggles and he feels like a duck. That's how Hashem designed the world of the person who's shayach to a world of Ruchni, who's shayach, who's very miyosid, who really comes from that place, and it's the deepest place inside of him, but he sometimes feels distance from it. And the Chachamu understood that. The Chachamu also, I can also quack, I get you. You're not crazy and bizarre that you think you're a duck. I also think I'm a duck. But together, let's pretend we're human beings. Let's, from the place that we know we have feelings of being a duck, let's pretend we're human beings. So I wanted to share this shot in the Gemara, Chutzpah Yaski. This beautiful Chutzpah I wanted to share with the Chevra. I um This year we're coming to a Chag and amazingly it's rather shocking that we're not gonna blow the Shafer. It's shocking. A shocking thing a week from Shabbos is Rosh Hashanah and we're not gonna blow the Shafer is shocking. There's deep, deep chedushim to that. Why don't we blow the shayfer, Rabbi? So we have a mitzvah daraisa. A mitzvah daraisa to blow the shayfer. And we're not going to blow. Why aren't we going to blow the shayfer? It's Shabbos. So what? It's supposed to blow. Midaraisa yim mitzvah. We're mechoyiv to blow the shayfer on Shabbos. Why aren't we going to blow it? And remarkably, nifla, zild, the Rabbanan said not to blow the shayfer on Shabbos. Ixera. The Rabbanon were worried will come to carry it in Rosh Hashanah the Shafer. And the Rabbanon said that if Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos, you don't blow the Shafer. And we're not going to blow the Shafer. But, but it's still, it's still called the Zichrein Truah. 
It's called the remembrance of Shaifer. It's a Zechrein Shrua. Still a Yaim Zech. We're not going to actively do the mitzvah, but we're still going to be impacted by the mitzvah. It's called the Yaim Zechrein Shrua. A remembrance of the Shaifer. We're not going to blow the Shaifer, but we suddenly remember day number two, we'll have the mitzvah Daraisa. Called Daraisa, day number two. Is, but day number two, we're going to have the mitzvah of Shaifer this year, Rosh Hashanah. On the second day, on Sunday, Be'ez Hashem. We'll have the mitzvah. On day number one, we're not going to have the mitzvah of Shaifer. We're going to have Zechren Shur. We're going to remember what the Shaifer is, what the Shaifer is about. We're not going to actually have the Shaifer. One of the Inyanim, and there are many, many Inyanim Yisrael to the Shaifer. And we're going to study, we're going to study. Certainly one of the points of the Shaifer is it, it reminds us one of the inyanim of the Shaifer, and famously it's printed, Rav Sad Yagoyim brings ten inyanim of the Shaifer. It reminds us of the ayol that was brought instead of Yitzchak Avinu, Ba'kedas Yitzchak. And Kiyah Shaifer is Ma'irer, is Ma'irer, arouses the Zchus of Ba'kedas Yitzchak. The Zchus of Avram Avinu willing to give up his son, Laman Hashem. The Zchus of Ba'kedas Yitzchak. I want, to, I want to speak about one element of that keta, one aspect. It's something that we should speak much, we, we will, we should, Menachem, and we will speak more about that keta. But I want to highlight one aspect, Menachem, of that keta. And what I want to highlight about that keta, that keta is one of the most important stories of our history. We have a rich history of tzaddikim. I like Sipure tzaddikim, <coughs> stories of tzaddikim. I think they're precious. We're, we're a nation full of tzaddikim, full of people. Amech kulam tzaddikim. We're a nation full of people who are loyalists to Hashem. Have a rich history of loyalty to Hashem, Benyamin. One of the great stories of our history is Akedas Yetzchak. Something that's remarkable to me, when I say one of the great stories, at the moment Rosh Hashanah, one of the most important moments you throw of the calendar, we blow a shaifer to elicit the zchus, to bring up the zchus of Akedas Yitzchak, the ayol that was brought instead of Yitzchak Avinu. So we blow a shaifer, the shaifer reminds of the zchus of Akedas Yitzchak. Menachem, something that's amazing to me is one of the great stories of our history never happened. You'd almost think we're like a, you know, what people celebrate, the glorious history, we have a glorious history to mark, to remember. We come from many, many greats. We have many... We have, our DNA is off the charts of great people that, that we come from. And remarkably, the story that we elicit at this moment of blowing the shaifer, one of the holiest moments of the year, one of the most important moments of the year, and b'chol tfutzais Yisrael, we have a mitzvah d'araisa to blow a shaifer, and we elicit a zchus of an action of somebody who wanted to do something but never did it. I have a great person that I'm a big chassid of, that I'm a fan of, and I ask myself, was he successful in his life's mission? He had a very big dream for our nation. He was a dreamer. And he wanted to build something incredible. And I ask myself, was he successful in his dream? Amazing person. The whole world vision, I ask myself. I have another hero. 
one of the heroes of my life. I have like five heroes that are important to me. And one of my heroes, a person very important to me, very, very important person to me, from somewhat of a distance, but nonetheless important, this person had a dream to build something, spent years of his life trying to build it, and it happened, it didn't work, failed. Talk about somebody who put in, invested. We love the good Disney success story. We love that. It all worked out. Plenty of people, Avram Avinu's a Disney story. Avram Avinu dreamed, and look at this. Avram is the Disney story. But there have been many people who had big dreams. There are people who dreamt of building yeshivas, who never had any Talmudim, and the yeshivas closed. And it just faded away. And they had big dreams to build big things. And their dreams never materialized. So I asked myself, on this Torah great... Was he successful? I always wondered, does he feel he was successful? I asked myself about this hero of mine who spent years of his life on a project and it didn't happen. What he feels, he's in Eilam what that? what does that mean? What does that feel like? And then I asked myself one of the great stories of our history, Yisrael, a very glorious history, is a story of somebody who wanted to do something but it didn't happen. And I asked myself, couldn't we get a story that like actually came to fruition? Avraham Avinu did a lot of good stuff. Let's, let's forget that one. That never happened. He thought, he wanted, but it never happened. And what, what, what the fact that at, at the center of our history is a story of a man who was willing to do something, although he never did it, it says to me that there's a world much deeper than our world of Asiya. We live in a very, in a world of prove it to me, show it to me. There's a much deeper world of machshava kemaisa, of a much deeper world of Rahman alibabai, Hashem wants heart. He wants our heart. He wants our ratzain. There's a world of ratzain that it matters that you wanted to do something. But real, but real, I wanted to. And there's a world of ratzain, a very, very important world of ratzain that I think, of we, I think we have to care more about that world of Ratzin, of that it matters, the dreams. This year who worked for years, it might be more important than people who built many things. There was a beautiful Ratzin. I suspect, you know, an Olam Abaz and Olam Hafach Risi. It's a backwards world. And I suspect there's going to be a world of people celebrated for greatness who we never saw their accomplished come out. Now, I say it dangerous, Binyamin, because of course we want to do actions. And we're a people of of actions, but we're a people of a Ratzin for those actions. Rahman Alibabai. Hashem wants to leave. And on Rosh Hashanah, at the moments of being Mamluch Hashem, the great story at the moment we're coronating Hashem is the story of somebody who had a massive Ratzin Taiv, who had a massive Ratzin to give something to Hashem, and it's not really that relevant what came out and what happened at the end of it. And it didn't even happen. It's a very internal, a very deep world. You're at a place, Menachem, you're in a shiva that cares a lot about that world of Ratzin. A lot of that world of the inner, of building the Ratzin, connecting our Ratzinus to things. I want a world of people who put on tefillin with choice with passion, with decision, with ratzain. You're at a world that very much cares 
externally I've seen places that look prettier. If a whole bunch of people are uniformly, uniformly forced to do things, Menachem, the external appearance is prettier. You have a room full of people. Look, doesn't it look beautiful? But I like the world of Ratzay, what's happening here. Who wants? I'd rather a smaller room full of people that decided. I'd rather a room that looks more complex of deciders, of people who tapped into Ratzayn, if I want, where our world and the world of service of Hashem is Rahman Alibabai. Of course it's supposed to express itself in action, but of course, Rahman Alibabai, Hashem wants our heart. He wants our Ratzayn. When I think of this hero who spent 10 years trying to build something, Shlomo, and it might not have come to fruition, I think he was a very successful man. Because for 10 years, his ratza and his lave was beautiful. It was very, very beautiful. I asked myself my own life, projects that worked, that appeared to work, and projects that maybe didn't succeed. I think a project didn't succeed as holiness to it as well. It has ratzin, it has desire, it has a want. And Rahman Alibabai, Hashem wants that heart. So that's what I, I say to all of us at the moments of Tkir. That Hashem, Rahman Alibabai, wants our heart. I don't say this as a cap out not to do. I actually say it as an empowerment to try to do and not to worry. I actually think such thoughts can bring more activity, more idealism. And if it doesn't work, so at the very least, you exerted idealism for Hashem. You wanted, you tried, you made effort. Rahman Alibabai. I think we're going to see a world, in a world of MS, in a world of truth, they're full of people who cared, who tried, who had a tremendous lave, and a ratzayn l'tayv. Hashem should give us a siyat nishmai to be matzliach, to have success, to carry to fruition all, all, all our idealism, but not to be afraid to attempt Rahman Alibabai, to know the importance of the lave, of the Ratzayn Taiv. I say this to empower us. Any truth, Maishullah, people can use to just like, to not accomplish and say Rahman Alibabai, I'm saying it from that place that it empowers more attempts. That Rahman Alibabai, pour our Ratzayn, get our Ratzayn, attach our Ratzayn, get connect to the Ratzayn Lataiv, and let's build and create. Yashakar Chabay said, we're going to Daven Mincha. I want to apologize that we still haven't gotten fully on our schedule. We will roll, run the schedule, but Be'ez HaShem will get it. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Daven Shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.